What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Empire State Conservative Network podcast. I'm Pete. This is Evan. We have a special guest today that we're going to get to in just a second. But first off, if you're new to the show, welcome. This is for New York-based conservatives who feel neglected and let down by their politicians. This week was a particularly big blow in that respect. And today, we have on a guest who's going to discuss that very thing. So today, we have Anna on the show. And, and Anna's a mom here in New York, an ordinary citizen like, like you or us. And she's doing something about the Reproductive Health Act. So first off, Anna, welcome to the show. And thanks for coming on. Thank you, Pete. All right. So you emailed us last night through our website with the petition from, uh, I think it was whitehouse.gov, to try and do something to repeal the Reproductive Health Act. So why don't you tell the folks a little bit about you know, who you are and uh, why this bill is so important to you? Okay. Well, as you said, I'm Anna Spiller. Um, I don't really live a very interesting life. I'm a mom with three young kids, so that's really all I do is take care of kids. Um, when I was nine years old, um, that was when I first learned what abortion was. Um, and a friend of mine told me about it. I think it was on the bus on the way home from school. And I asked my dad what it was. And he explained it to me. And I looked at him and said, well, is it bad? And he said, is killing babies bad? And I, it just kind of clicked like, oh my gosh, like that's what's happening. Mm. Um, and so really since then, since the age of nine, I just felt like, why isn't anybody doing anything about this? Mm. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit ashamed to admit that I'm kind of a keyboard warrior. Um, I haven't done anything in real life that's anything great. Mm. Um, you know, the pro-life t-shirt here and there, I suppose. Um, but being a mom has kept me fairly busy. Um, but when Governor Cuomo signed this bill to expand abortion rights, I just felt like something had to happen. Um, we shouldn't be going backwards. We shouldn't be going forwards, if anything. And so I was really honestly just devastated. Um, my husband and I were talking about it, and I didn't think that there was any way that it passed. And my husband came up from work, and he said, did you hear it passed? And I, I had to keep from crying in front of the kids. So I immediately got online and I was just, what can we do? What can we do? And I found this, I found that petitioning the government can work. And so I found this government website that hosts petitions. And I felt like a government website would probably be the most legitimate. And so I threw it on there, not really even expecting it to work, but for two whole days, I just kind of sat and sent my link and kept reaching out to people. And we are just over 130,000 signatures right now. So. <laughs> no, yeah. And, and we, uh, we sent it out in our email earlier today. We put it up in the group. It's going to go up again later tonight in conjunction with the episode after we, you know, added everything and, and put it back up. But uh, I, I had a similar story. I don't know how, how long, Evan, you've been into it. I guess you can explain it too. But when I was seven or eight, when I was in elementary school, um, this, the topic came up. I think it was actually in class. A teacher brought it up. but It was a hot-button issue, I guess, in the 90s. 
when Bill Clinton was in office. And I know from the get-go, like without even my parents telling me, I, I, I thought it was wrong. Like I was able to put together, well, if this is eventually going to become a baby, then it is a viable being. And obviously it can't defend or speak for itself. So the fact that people are choosing to abort it and what is it? 99% of cases, it's not rape incest or the mother's right. life is yeah. in danger. And you know, those are the only situations where you can kind of, kind of see. And even then, I think that's a murky area. But the rest of the time, often it's just due to negligence on the part of a man and a woman not being careful uh, when they're having sex. So I've always been um, anti-abortion and pro-life. Uh, how long have you been involved in this? Right. So my, my view is a little bit different than both of yours. My view is more that the government shouldn't, basically shouldn't be sponsoring abortion. It's up to the individual states whether or not they want to have it legal. Sure. But it shouldn't be up. The state shouldn't be paying for it and it shouldn't be sponsored by the state. Hmm. The biggest issue that I had with the Reproductive Health Act was that it eliminated the limitation on the on the time frame. Hmm. If you can carry a baby for eight and a half months and then all of a sudden just be like, oh, well, you know, I don't want this thing anymore. That's absolutely insane. And the way that Cuomo did this was he attached the budget to it. He goes, I'm not passing the budget without this Reproductive Health Act. Sounds familiar. And it's all garbage. This is basically a move by him because he wants to run for president. He wants to show that he gets done whatever he wants done so that he can get every single liberal vote in America. Mm. It's, it really, it's disgusting the way that this was done. And they champion it as reproductive health rights. Mm. And they claim that, you know, it's the mothered body. You're carrying another baby inside right. of your body. No one's body has two hearts, two sets of lungs, two sets of eyes. No one has that. When if a pregnant woman is killed, it's double murder. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. So, but it was double murder. So if you kill a pregnant woman and it counts as two counts of homicide, then how is it not homicide when you abort a baby? And I'm more government hands off if the people in the state want it. I personally would never want one of my children to be aborted. I would rather obviously have my children born and have them with me and, you know, you know, live, have them live. But in, I'm more that you shouldn't really be telling other people how to live their lives, but this comes through a state sponsored abortion and mm -hmm. it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I, I think you hit it around the head. Oh, you were going to say something, Anna? Oh no, I'm just agreeing. I think to you though, um, did you realize that in the bill, you don't have to be a doctor exactly. to perform an abortion, which to me is, is completely unsafe. I don't understand how anybody thinks that that is a good idea. No. Because what it does is it takes abortion out of the criminal code. So I used to work in law enforcement. Abortion, back alley abortion was a crime. So right. it would count as a felony if you did a back alley abortion. So this is another way they'd be like, well, look at all the things I'm doing for women. Now your abortions are, can never be a crime. And it's, just, it's, all, it's all optics and it's all feel good for liberals and progressives. And it's, it's really a trick to just get them to keep voting for Cuomo. It's, that's all it is. Cuomo doesn't care. Cuomo is a self, he's a, isn't he a self-proclaimed Catholic? Yeah, well, he's opposed to the death penalty because he's a Catholic. But, but you know, go around murdering babies, that's fine. Yeah, because that's okay with Catholics. He's a hypocrite, he's such a piece of garbage. Speaking of which, um, Anna, you said that your, your husband works in a ministry, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so why don't you um, take us, I mean, I know you don't want to speak for him if he's not here, but <laughs> why don't you take us behind, you know, kind of, kind of his, his approach to this, because you mentioned that you found out about this when he came home and told you about it, so obviously I'm sure he's pretty against this too, so 
Uh, what, what is more of a religious street? Because we do have, you know, religious followers in our group as well. You know, Evan and I are, are, not, are not as religious, but there obviously is, a, you know, religious implications with this. And like, and like we both said, Cuomo is a hypocrite claiming that he's Catholic and that he's against the death penalty and yet this is okay. So, so why don't you give us a religious background on that and what your husband thinks about the whole thing? And we're also Jewish. Yeah. Well, <laughs> barely. <laughs> well, me barely. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, absolutely. Um, my husband obviously is very against it. We both are. Um, we both believe that life begins at conception. I think from a religious standpoint, um, I often don't bring religion into the conversation because I feel like people dismiss you very easily mm -hmm. if you bring religion and God into it. But since you asked, um, I absolutely think that is a Christian that God is not pro-abortion. Um, we know in the Bible that a fetus leapt for joy when when Mary was in, it's a long story, but when Mary was pregnant, another fetus leapt for joy at the presence of Jesus, which sounds like a crazy story. Again, this, this is why I don't necessarily bring it up because people can dismiss it so easily. I think there. I know that there's verses in the Bible and they say, for I formed you in your mother's womb. And before you were formed, I knew you. And I believe that God has a purpose for each and every one of us, um, even before we're born. And I think that everybody is put here for a reason. I think that as a Christian, that it doesn't matter who you are, you are loved by God. And I think that that should be protected. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of what you just said, you know, can be taken in a secular way as well. Um, I, I do think, you know, everybody does have a purpose, whether it's a good or bad one, obviously remains to be seen as they grow older. But I don't know if you follow Ben Shapiro at all, in the yeah. March for Life speech that he gave just this past Friday before the whole Nathan Phillips Covington Catholic thing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he talked about, you know, the, the whole thing that, you know, libertarian, even some libertarians are, are pro-abortion, but also a lot of liberals bring to him is like, what if you can go back in time and you can go to, you know, baby Hitler, would you kill him or would you abort him, have the mother abort him? And he said, no, I would just take him out of the situation he was raised in and put him elsewhere. Um, you know, I know that liberals in the 1970s and 80s, when abortion really started to become a hot topic in the United States for the first time, uh, they were trying to justify it by saying, well, it's going to reduce crime. Margaret Sanger, one of the founders of Planned Parenthood, that was her goal, was to reduce African-American children that were born in this country. So, um, you know, I, I, I agree, you know, with Evan's political perspective as well. I do not think the government should be as involved. It should be a local or state issue. But I also think there is a moral issue. I, I'm, I, like I said, I, I've been vehemently against it since around the same time that you were vehemently against it around the same age. And I think it's just common sense. And science does not back them up either. Absolutely. Um, the, the more studies that have been done, the earlier and earlier and earlier they go back, because they try to find, this is the gray area that liberals try to find. They try to find that when is it not sentient? Uh, up until what point is it not sentient? In New York State, it was about six months, 24 weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was six months before um, the cutoff point, before this bill was passed. And it, there are studies that show that, you know, in the first trimester, it can feel and it's really developing and, and video and sonograms, which are very disturbing to watch, even shows whatever is there, even though it's obviously not fully developed, trying to get away. So I think morally, it, it's completely reprehensible. And, and the fact that there's video and audio 
of a lot of these legislators are cheering and, and clapping like they won the Super Bowl. I don't know if you've seen the videos on the RHA floor after it happened, but it, it was it was disgraceful. Um, but you know, the main reason we wanted to have you on, and, and if there's any words of encouragement or what you can bring to people, because like you said, you're you're just you know regular New Yorker. There, there's nothing you know crazy about you. Don't have a million followers on Twitter or anything <laughs> like that. So. You know, you actually reached out to us and you said a bunch of other groups and you're doing something. You're trying to get a petition passed. We have 130,000 signatures, please. We're going to have the link in the comments below. Sign it if you haven't already. But, um, but yeah, well, you know, what, what would you say to a lot of the folks in our group who ask, what can we do outside of be keyboard warriors? Because obviously you did take initiative, whether it was behind a keyboard or not. You did reach <laughs> out to us. You did reach out to other people with something that, you, like you said, sometimes these petitions, if they gather enough steam, can work. So uh, what would you say to those people who feel kind of helpless when things like this happen? Um, I think that my best advice is to not give up. Um, I was blocked on Facebook several times. Um, I was marked as spam. Hmm. I was blocked from sending any new messages for 24 hours. Um, when I was blocked from Facebook, then I started going to email, which is where I found you. Um, I, I contacted about 50 groups via Facebook Messenger and email, and about three of them responded. So I think that diligence is extremely important when you're trying to do something. Um, today, I focus more on phone calls. I'm trying to contact senators and congressmen and politicians to bring it more into the real world. Um, and I have had one person call me back after, and I've made dozens of phone calls. But I think that persistence and diligence is so important. Just don't give up. Yeah, I think that's a great message. And, and it's true. I mean, like you said, I mean, you don't you didn't even have to leave your home, but but you're here. We have thousands of followers. We're, we're, we're approaching 10,000 pretty quickly on Facebook and, and, and it's grown. And we've only been around since right before the midterms of last year. Uh, so yeah, we're going to, like I said, we're going to do everything we can to get the word out, to get this petition signed. And, uh, just like Anna just said, call your Congress people. Evan was just doing something before we started recording. He was contacting his congressperson, not about this specifically, but about another stupid bill that we found going around. I mean, and, and a lot of it, again, I said it earlier and it's true. These progressives who got elected are going to push more and more crap like this, uh, reproductive health act and the dream act in one week. That's a pretty crushing blow to the you know, hardworking New Yorkers who, who are they're paying into a system and getting nothing in return. And uh, we, we need to just we need to stand up. And obviously, we can't really vote many of them out until 2020. So we got to deal with this another year. But in the meantime, Anna hit around the head. It's diligence, whether it's contacting groups like ours, reaching out to your local senators and local politicians, and uh, just, just keep at it. Even if you only get a handful of responses and you sent out dozens or hundreds of different calls, emails, messages, you can do something about this. So you don't have to sit back and just take it and just complain on Facebook or wherever. You can do something about it. So this is America. We are born. We, this country was founded on revolution. Mm -hmm. Stand up and fight and be counted. It's absolutely ridiculous that all we hear is complaints all day in this Facebook group. I'm just going to leave New York. I'm just going to leave. No, stand up, fight, get out there, get off your ass, call somebody, go vote, and stop thinking that the war is over. The war's just begun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we took a step back this week for sure due to apathy during the last election. But again, we have time to regroup and rekindle our flame for 2020. 
So Anna, thank you very much for coming thank on. You. We really, really appreciate it. Again, guys, in the links below, we're going to, or if you're watching the watch party later on in our Facebook group, we're going to pin the petition. You're going to see that before every other comment that comes along throughout the episode. So please sign the petition. It's very important that you do. And also, this episode is going to be donated to the New York State Right to Life group. They're also vehemently fighting against this. Uh, they're doing an event in Albany, I believe, the next week or two with Senator Amador, who is one of the very few state legislators who is in vehement opposition to this bill. There was another state senator, Daphne Jordan, who had a very compelling argument against it. But again, unfortunately, we're outnumbered as of this moment. But if we get enough signatures on this and we, we can maybe do something about it, like Anna said, you never know. Sometimes these petitions do work if they garner enough support. So again, Anna, thank you very much for coming thank on. You. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforalloccasions.com. All right, so again, thank you, Anna, for coming on. We really appreciate it. So we wanted to cover a couple of things that came out today that were very pertinent to what's going on, one state side uh, and about what we talked about with Anna, and then secondly, with the government shutdown finally coming to a temporary end. But first, we're going to talk about how the Senate GOP reintroduced the LIV Act, L-I-V Act, in response to the RHA. So I'm going to read through a very quick article for you, and then Evan and I are going to give you our reactions. And this is in response to the Reproductive Health Act. So Senator Catherine Young, Republican from Olean, introduced the LIV Act on Tuesday to address what she described as a flaw in the Reproductive Health Act, arguing that the legislation fails to protect pregnant victims of domestic violence. We touched on that when we were talking to Anna. The Reproductive Health Act, which is poised to pass the legislature on Tuesday, which it did, obviously, strikes abortion from New York's penal code. Penal code. A move yeah. intended to protect doctors and women who self-abort from criminal prosecution. Senate yeah, Senate Republicans who lost their majority in November's election and have long stalled the bill, saying their opposition is rooted in the fact that victims of domestic violence could go unprotected. Liv Abreu, an army veteran from the Bronx, was stabbed by her ex-boyfriend when she was 26 weeks pregnant, resulting in the loss of her unborn child. Abreu joined Republican senators at a press conference at the Capitol on Tuesday to advocate for the law which would enable perpetrators of such violence to be charged with abortion, in addition to other criminal offenses like assault or attempted murder. Liv's attacker snatched from her a time of joy, and for that, he should pay the full price, Young told reporters. Yes. Democrats note that other charges carry higher penalties than the abortion charge. We're going to respond to this in just one second. God, just, Democrats let, are so stupid. Let, let me read this Democrat from Manhattan, Liz Kruger's response in one second. But let me finish this. Democrats note that other charges carry higher penalties than the abortion charge and that Abreu's attacker was also charged with felony assault and attempted murder. Quote, and this is from Senator Liz Kruger, Democrat from Manhattan. Figures. All of these crimes carry much, much stricter, much, much, stricter much, penalties much. and length of time in jail than the crime of abortion. You have to ask the question, why would anybody use the abortion code to charge someone with a heinous crime when we in the state of New York have very strict rules in the criminal court to deal with these kind of criminals? Evan, as a former law enforcement official who understands how convictions go, please explain to the class why this is retarded on Liz Kruger's part. May you burn in hell. All right, no. so Liz Kruger is a complete moron. Yes. All right, I don't like, I really don't like the name call, but the level of stupidity among New York Democrats 
is going up exponentially every single day. So when you commit a crime, you could be charged with more than one crime at a time. When I worked in Westchester, we found a guy asleep at the wheel. He was drunk as hell, and we charged him with driving while intoxicated. We also charged him with eight other felonies that he was that fit into what he was doing. You, they, you could charge someone with attempted murder and also abortion. So let's say the attempted murder charge doesn't go through. You can still get him on the abortion charge. Yeah. Dun, ding, ding, ding. Or you can get him on all three. Yeah, or you get him on all three. So you're char- he's going to get more jail time. So the way that they do is they prosecute. They try to put everything that they feel that they can prove. So if, you, if a pregnant woman is stabbed in the stomach, all right, if they could just go, well, he goes, oh, I wasn't trying to kill her. I was just trying to kill the child. So now that child under New York State law is not a human being. And based on the reproductive health act, they get away exactly. So there is now only crime they can get him with is assault, assault, attempted murder. No, because no, if, if, you if, show, if, right, if right. he admits, yeah. if he admits that he was only doing it to kill the baby, that makes the attempted murder charge much much harder to prove. So evil. now you can't charge him with abortion. The only thing you can charge him with is aggravated assault, which he can then plead down. This guy could end up getting out in five years, maybe even less, depending on how good of a lawyer he has, as opposed to. If the baby still counted as a human and you could still charge him with abortion, then you have attempted double homicide, mm-hmm. okay, or two counts of attempted homicide. I forget how they do it in New York because I wasn't a lawyer. That's fine. Abortion, mm-hmm. aggravated assault, assault with a deadly. You can get him with so many more things. And so, he's in jail a lot longer. Exactly. And if he gets convicted on two of those things, it's longer than just the aggravated assault or assault with a deadly weapon, whichever the one they decide to charge him with, depending on the degree, depending on the severity of injury, mm-hmm. and also depending on what they feel they can prove. Prosecutors in general are a bunch of shysters anyway, and they really only want to charge what they can get because they are elected. The district attorney is elected, so they need a high conviction rate. So it would be pled out. He'd probably get about five to seven years, and he'd back out on the street. As opposed to attempted murder, attempted double, attempted double murder, uh, abortion, where this guy is going away for probably 15 to 20 years. At easy. Least. Yeah. So this Democrat, this woman clearly has no idea what she's talking about. It's the same thing that we pull when you see all these ridiculous videos online of the Democrats going, well, you know, this is a 30 round magazine clip which can shoot a thousand rounds in under a minute. It's a 30 round magazine. How does it shoot a thousand rounds in a minute? I have no idea. The, you know, Even if you're an expert in reloading, there's actually a video online. So the guy, there was this um, professional shooter who I think holds the world record for fastest six shots with a revolver plus reload and six more shots. And so what he did was he goes, okay, a 30 magazine clip. He took a 30 round magazine, then duct taped a 30 round clip, which is a completely different thing, which goes on, clip goes on top of the gun magazine, feeds underneath, and then loaded it into the gun and tried to fire a thousand rounds. He was not successful. How unsuccessful was he? Extremely. Because the clip doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's also a semi-automatic rifle, so it doesn't work that way. Yeah. This is what happens when you have elected officials who don't know what they're talking about making laws on things they don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. So regardless of how you feel on a board... Listen, there are people who are pro-life, pro-choice. I'm not here to tell you how to think. We're here to tell you what we think. We brought on a guest to tell you what she thinks. Mm -hmm. You're entitled to your own opinions on whether or not abortion should be legal or not. Okay? We are not here to tell you the government should tell you how to live your life. Remember, it's all about freedom. Mm -hmm. Okay? We are not for state sponsored. Like we said before, we are not for state sponsored abortion. But you have people creating laws who are stupid people 
who do not know anything about the subject which for which they are creating laws. We went over this with, with the same thing with the uh, Supreme Court going after parts of the SAFE Act mm-hmm. with New York City where you're not allowed to take your gun outside of the city right. because it would bring more guns onto city streets. Mm-hmm. And it's the opposite. Yeah, it really is. So these are the people that the Democrats are electing. Yeah. you Like, there's no logic, there are no facts, and now, even though Ocasio-Cortez thinks so, there is no morality. So they have lost all basis for being human beings with the passing of this act. Like, it's... Uh, I can't. I can't anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But we wanted to share that with you because we are doing something, and like we said when Anna was on with us just a few moments ago... Uh, you can do something. You don't just have to bitch and moan and complain here in the group, which you're more than welcome to do, by the way, because that's entirely your right, and that's what we're here for. Not too but, much, though. Like, yeah, not on. too much. Well, yeah. We're not liberals. A- a- after after a day or so of letting it all out, now we need to organize. We need to do something about it. Anna, like she said, she started off with Facebook. They banned her. So then she decided to email. Which that's is how, how we, you know you're doing something right when that, you get banned yeah, by I know, Facebook. right? Yeah, we're probably next. I'm surprised they still run our ads. Dude, every uh, time Instagram deletes a post, I put up the your post has been deleted. I put the second picture, which is the post that was deleted, and they never find it. Yeah, it's funny. But that was creepy. Uh, didn't someone die in here? No. Downstairs? She didn't die in the house. Okay. She didn't die in the house. Someone just fell off his thing. Literally, there's no wind. There's no windows open. Anyway. All right. It's a ghost. Probably. Knowing our luck. Anyway, getting back. Uh, yeah, so so there is something you can do. That's the main message. Again, petition is in the comments below. Please sign it if you haven't already. As of this recording, there were 130,000 signatures. The more we can get, the more we can potentially push change. We Obviously, we have senators in the New York State trying to amend this because, like Evan said and explained, as a former law enforcement professional, now people doing terrible things like like these men who just want don't want to have a baby the woman doesn't want to have an abortion and he doesn't want to feel strapped in they're gonna pull crap like that and they're only gonna get five to seven years if that like you said there's a good lawyer that can get out earlier it's a complete disgrace and we need to do something about so please sign the petition at the bottom we wanted to let you know that our state representatives a very few we have left who actually have our best interests at heart are fighting for us and we can help support them by signing petitions like that, by calling our Congress people and, and letting it known. And even though there's a very, very, very small chance you'll hear back, the more we can fill up their voicemail boxes and badger them, the more maybe we can get them to sway. And, we- and honestly, the biggest thing that, the real reason why we started this podcast, this isn't just for us to blow off steam. This isn't just for us to make money. This was designed to implement actual change. We are sick and tired of the way this state is being run. Mm-hmm. We want to make change. Strength in numbers. This is something that the left does extremely well. They bring every single person who feels victimized and go, don't worry, we're going to make it all better by more government. So what we are trying to do is the opposite. Mm-hmm. But we still want to bring everybody together. But by having less government, by having more freedom, we don't, why are we paying? Now, we essentially, we do have now state-sponsored abortion in New York State mm-hmm. up until to birth, mm-hmm. literally up until the due date. So the day before a woman is about to have a baby, her boyfriend could walk in, stab her, kill the baby, and only get charged with with assault with a deadly weapon. Mm -hmm. That's it. That is the only crime that actually fits it. They can try attempted murder, but if he walks in and goes, I don't want you having that goddamn baby, stabs her in the stomach, and walks away, 
You can't really get attempted murder. It's a, it's a lot harder. Yeah, it's a lot. You harder. would have been able to get abortion. You would have been able to get attempted murder if the baby was a person. Mm-hmm. But and he'd have gone away for a much longer time, like he would have deserved. Honestly, I feel like if someone does that, you know, Ben Shapiro has this thing where where people who molest children and there's certain type of rapists, they deserve to be castrated and or killed. I believe people will do that type of rap. And you know, if nothing changes with this bill, if everything stays as it is right now. There's going to be an uptick in that. Mark my words, there will be statistics in the next few years to prove that. It's an absolute disgrace. I doubt, unfortunately, because you know, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. We're just looking at it as a numbers game. Uh, the Live Act is not going to go through. They're not going to change anything because they want to cram this down our throats. I talked about this on my show yesterday, and so did Justin on his show the day before. They lighting up one World Trade Center, the Empire State Building, all these other buildings, pink. To try and celebrate it like it's women's rights. It's not women's rights. It's not right. It's one thing when you want a boob job, a nose job, you want to get a tattoo. Cool. Do whatever you want. You want a sex change even as long as it's not on my dime. Do what you want. But when there's another life inside of you, that's a whole other ball game. And the fact that now it's legal to kill them up until they come to term is disgraceful. That's what puts it over the top. Yes. That's really what it does. They're because, pro-life, they're yeah. pro-choice people who are against this. A bunch of pro-choice people who are against this because it goes from being, okay... I get it. Listen, there you could skew it however you want if you're trying to justify it in your mind. Once the baby is viable outside of the womb, it is no longer just a cluster of cells. This is a human being. Mm-hmm. So this is not, they, like you said, it, this is all, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is all about Cuomo trying to run for president. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, he, if it's not this election, it's going to be the one after. If Trump wins again in 2020, which we hope he does because we don't want a Democrat, Guarantee you, Cuomo's running in 2024, and he will—he's he, doing this because he wants to get every single liberal vote in the country. But it's going to backfire because people don't like this. He shoved it down their throats by attaching the budget to it, saying he would not pass the budget without this act. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely disgusting. This is not about women's rights. Cuomo doesn't care about women's rights. Cuomo doesn't care about anyone but himself. Mm-hmm. This is about his mad grab for power, and we have to do something about it. The fact that conservatives did not get out and vote this past midterms is absolutely disgraceful. We cannot be this apathetic. Thank you, Peter. For some reason, the word popped out of my head. It's okay. But we cannot be this apathetic. We have to stand up. We have to be counted. And we're not going to sit back. We're not going to take it. We're done taking it. Like you said, you better strap in. It's either strap in or strap on. Mm-hmm. Strap on. Anyway, speaking of people who are attaching something to a budget without passing it, so the government shutdown finally ending in the very near future. Temporary. Temporaries for three weeks up into, up through February 15th. My birthday. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, sorry, we're if recording. You were li- if you were listening, Evan was dancing like a white person would. Now, we're going to get into what happened here. So, obviously, the last few days, you've heard things have been going awry. TSA people calling out in record numbers. FAA people calling out in record numbers. TSA people barely show up to work as it is. I know. But, um, obviously, Eastern Seaboard, one of the the main hubs of transportation around the world when it comes to air travel. Um, Lots of delays, if not a lot of closures, due to so many people being called out and, and not working. And, you know, on the one hand, you understand the plight. You haven't gotten paid, but they're getting back pay, like like we talked about before the show. They're getting it all back. and then With some, interest. With interest. So, you know, I wish I had that gig. If I got fired or you got fired, you wish that within a month's time or a little over a month's time, not only do you get back all the pay you would have made 
after your firing, but you get that with interest. Most people don't have that. Unless you've been working at a company for a long time and you're let go with severance and a pension, you don't have that luxury. So I, this, this whole situation has been overblown. I understand. And look, I, I, I touched, I touched this on this on the show yesterday. President Trump had two years with majorities in the House and Senate to do this, and he decided not to. He signed omnibus bills that were terrible, that should have never passed, that did not address the border wall, which he promised to us. Now, finally, he, he stepped in and he tried to hold firm. But the problem is the way that, that, that what is it called? The midterm elections went? No, 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 no. The legislature? The way, Yeah, the way that the legislature, there we go. See, <laughs> I correct you, you correct we're me. We're so helpful to each other. Uh, so anyway, the way the legislature wor- works is that the House proposes and votes on a bill. If it gets to the House, it goes to the Senate. If it gets to the Senate, the president then decides whether to vote it into law or not. He signs the executive order and boom, we got it. So that's how it works. Unfortunately, the Democrats have power in the House, which means nothing the president wants is going to get through there, especially with Nance Pelosi and Chuck Schumer at the helm being hounded by the freshman far-left activists like Ocasio-Cortez, like Tlaib, and all these other awful Freshman congressman. I hate Tlaib so much. I, I think I hate her more than Ocasio Cortez. Well, yeah, because I Ocasio Cortez is just stupid. Yeah, Tlaib, or ignorant. Tlaib is in outright support of a terrorist group that wants to murder Jews. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Among many other things, she, she's she's a terrible person. Obviously, a, a terrible member of the legislature, but. He has no negotiating power right now because if he wanted this to pass in the traditional channels, and I respect that for a little over a month, he hung in there and he, he really wanted what he wanted. And even we were willing to negotiate. He was willing to give amnesty to more than half of the DACA recipients and that was declined. They tried funding certain agencies like the Coast Guard and, and members of the military who are not getting paid right now. And they still declined that. Didn't Dan but, Crenshaw post about yeah, that? Yeah, so the, the Republicans... Day? actually, I think, almost universally supported paying certain members of the government who weren't being paid, such as the Coast Guard and the military. And the Demo- a lot of Democrats actually supported it, but not enough to get the majority so that it would pass. So in the House, it was there were some Democrats that supported it, and in the Senate, it wasn't. But it wasn't going to pass because the Democrats are standing firm that basically what happens is that all of the re-elections... From, on the next on the next set in 2020 for everyone who's going to be out in the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. really, really hangs on the fact that they're not going to let Trump do anything that he wants. Right. So if they don't do it, they might, it might not flip. The seat might not flip to, to red, but they might go after someone who is new and goes, well, you see, they caved on Trump with the border wall. I'm not going to cave. And then they're out. And then they don't get their paycheck and they don't get their hush money and they don't get all those other little perks that they get. Mm-hmm. It's all about money. These Democrats are money-hungry pieces of garbage. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi has a wall around her house. She's a vineyard. Why don't we have money? I don't understand. She, she has a wall around her house. Laura Loomer hopped the fence with three illegal immigrants and they were evicted. But I thought that everyone is welcome in this country. Mm-hmm. So why can't they camp out on they're Nancy hypocrites. Pelosi's lawn? They're hypocrites. And that's exactly the point. And obviously, that's done on a much smaller scale. Again, a reporter with three illegal immigrants, you know, and, and meanwhile, what was it, the other day, 110 of them in a group were caught trying to get into the United States by Border Patrol. Like, it, it's just a, an absolutely ridiculous situation. And they were willing to give them the funds, but not for a barrier for other things like drone technology and things like that. And look, not saying... If the drone shoots missiles, then I'm down. <laughs> okay, no wall. I want a drone that shoots missiles and has guns. And if you get caught across on the border, pew, 
Yeah, I mean, we don't... Yeah, but they, they really don't want to give him the wall. That's Or a barrier of any sort. That's the thing. They're willing to do anything other than that. And, you know, maybe he could have proposed, look, why don't we give the $5.7 billion to the Border Patrol and let them allocate the funds as they see fit? The problem is they know, because he's gone down there multiple times, as is Senator Cruz and other people... That they're going to build a wall. That, that they said that is a number <laughs> one priority. If they can do anything with any funding they get, it is to build more barriers along the southern border. How can you not trust the Border Patrol? Their entire job is securing the border. And many so of them are Hispanics. Exactly. So if Border Patrol is telling you, we need a physical barrier. Mm -hmm. And listen, I, we mentioned this in an earlier episode in case you don't know. I had my bachelor's degree in security systems administration. My, my concentration was in aviation security. So I know, first of all, how horrible, absolutely terrible the TSA is at actually operating you know to protect efficiently they fail they fail tests all the time to see fake bombs guns there are people who yeah. have gotten on planes with guns mm -hmm. have called said oh I'm sorry I had this carry permit but I accidentally got on the plane and then they arrest them mm -hmm. it, first of all it was your fault you should have caught this guy walked through well before security he got on that plane. with yeah. a gun yeah how did you not check this so the fact that TSA people weren't getting paid I'm sorry they're horrible at their jobs they don't do anything they literally sit there and they go uh no, half the time they're not even paying attention. Making that noise. Exactly. As they make that noise. Through. I went to Key West and New Orleans last year. They make that noise. It's... I thought it was the machine. I thought it was the machine. But it was actually the woman sitting behind the desk who was 300 pounds. And if I really wanted to, I could have just ran away from her. But the point is FC. that you have to... You need a physical barrier. It's an essential part of security. Mm -hmm. When people came to Ellis Island... Did they just flood into the country and we just let them in? No. no. They went to a specific point to be processed. Yes. The problem with the southern border is it is very wide open. Mm -hmm. If like, I, like Same thing. Larry Sharp said, Ellis Island's on the southern border. I'm down for that. I mm -hmm. am. But you do need a physical barrier because yes. without the physical barrier, people who think they might not get through because someone might, some coyote who's going to smuggle them across might be like, no, no, you're not getting through. You're not going to pass. You need me to smuggle you over. They'll believe him. Mm -hmm. So you need that physical barrier. And they've shown prototypes of walls with parts that go underneath the ground to prevent tunneling. Okay. Oh, they'll dig tunnels. You're not digging a tunnel 100 yards down. It's not going to happen. No. These people don't have advanced tunneling equipment. They have shovels and maybe a bobcat. That's it. <laughs> really? What do you think these people have? They're, yeah. They don't own construction yeah, companies. They're from a second and third world countries. Really? This is this isn't bat. This isn't Batman when he had with Christian Bale when he had that oh, bridging nice. device. They're not having something that's going to plow through the ground in two seconds. That's not the way it works. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's be realistic about this. But the point is, if you're going to trust anyone, trust Border Patrol. They are telling you they need a physical barrier. Mm -hmm. We need a physical barrier. Whether or not we add an, two Ellis Islands or one Ellis Island, whatever it is, I'm down for that. But we need a physical barrier. Yeah. And a lot of people are mad at Trump because it's say oh he caved on the shutdown we're not getting our border wall right. but this is a temporary shutdown he has actually yes. convened a committee which is bipartisan to look towards options in terms of physical barriers and getting funding towards building this wall remember it is a temporary shut a temporary relief on the shutdown three until, weeks until february 15th this gives them the option to get those people some of their pay so now they know, listen, February 15th, you might not have a paycheck again. Yeah. You, now you need to start, make sure you're putting money away, make sure you're all set up, 
just in case the government gets shut down again. I am all for government shutdowns. I am all for a border wall. But people do need to get paid. We understand this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that he set it up this way because an extended shutdown would just would have completely destroyed support for him in 2020 yes. and completely destroyed support for the border yeah. wall. I think, I think to that point, too, I think one of the reasons he did it, because, again, Evan hit it right on the head, is that he did cave in, in some respect. But... Here's the thing. Again, we mentioned they've tried negotiating already, giving half of DACA recipients amnesty, um, going into other, you know, other areas and territories to try and figure this out, and nothing ever, and nothing panned out. They would not give him an inch. Literally, they wouldn't give him one inch. And so, if 2020 comes around, let's say the the, the government shuts down again on February 15th. Let's say this bipartisan committee is not able to come to an understanding. Then guess what's going to happen? Shut down. Well, that. But I'm talking about during the campaign. Oh, then yeah. he can say, look, I tried working with them. And we tried giving them different ways to do this. We tried funding the Coast Guard. We tried funding other non-essential, I'm using air quotes yeah. if you're listening. Clearly not racist. I tried giving DACA recipients amnesty. Which is something Obama never did. Not racist. He's giving the Mex- He's giving the Hispanic people amnesty to stay in the country. Yeah. Yep. In exchange... For 12 hours worth of federal funding on average every single year. So, and not a lot of border wall. He got a lot, there was a lot more money put into a border wall not too long ago. And it covered maybe 100 to 150 more miles than this amount of funding will. Well, everyone knows that the border wall wasn't racist when Schumer and Obama wanted it. Of course not. Of course not. But now it's politically convenient for them. And now they do have some negotiating power because it's everything has to go through them first. Right. And, and, and it's disgraceful. And the fact that they that he and the Senate Republicans did try negotiating and they were turned down every step of the way, even though they were they were giving a lot in exchange a for lot, a really a lot. It's the a amnesty, lot. all those DACA recipients is huge. And the Let's Democrats about, prove they don't care about anybody. They don't care. Yeah, that's 100% correct. They don't care about anybody. All they care about is, like you said, lining their pockets and expanding their voter base. That's all this is about. That's all this is about. Whether we're talking about the Reproductive Health Act from earlier, or we're talking about this with with the Democrats, and I can't tell you how many triggered people I know, and it's unfortunate that I know them on 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 social media, you know, friends, oh, former friends, acquaintances, whatever, family, whatever, talking about how this is terrible and this is evil and it's all Trump's fault. It's not all Trump's fault. The Democrats were not willing to negotiate. It's the Democrats' fault. Yes, it's. I, I hate to say it. It's always their fault. It really is. He had poor timing with it. Listen, I, and I kind of understand I agree with that. why I it got that pushed 100%. back. Because there were more important things that had to be done. Like what? He had to fix the country. Obama ruined this country over it the was, course of eight years. Right. So he had to take those steps to boost the economy, to deregulate certain things. And basically what happened was he said, this is more important. Let's get people back to work. And in his head, he probably goes, if I show them that everything I'm doing is working, then maybe I'll get less resistance. Mm-hmm. I don't think – he's a very arrogant person, so I don't think that he were going to lose as many seats in the House as he thought he – as he did. Yeah. He did lose less than Obama and Clinton did at their midterms. Right. A lot less. Mm-hmm. But he still lost the majority. And the problem now is that the split between the parties is so much bigger that it kind of makes up for it. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there are almost no bipartisan... There, I don't think there are any bipartisan Democrats in the House, basically. There Not was, really. I think, about four, maybe four to 20 of them actually voted 
um, to fund to get the military paid and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I looked at the votes. I can't remember exactly yeah. what it was, but it was a very low number. So there are a few. But the problem is that the, the Democrats are so far left right now that he's not going to get any. He's not going to get this push through. No. So what we have to do, even if you don't like Trump, if you are a conservative. He is our best option in 2020. Mm-hmm. Do not vote Democrat. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. Do not vote Democrat. <laughs> well, who do they do, have? Do not vote for Democrat. Who do they have? They, they, have, they, they have, have Kamala Harris, who's who, horrible. She's got... Uh, she's the worst. The skeletons in her closet. Oh, God. My God. She's terrible. Elizabeth Warren, who is just... One the 1,024th. That's all we got to say. Even, she's even worse. Bernie Sanders, who is... In the same person. It, it completely off his goddamn rocker. And probably Hillary Clinton. And Joe Biden, who is... If you watch the videos, clearly likes little kids. So please, do not, regardless of what you think of Trump, if you are a conservative, or even if you're not a conservative, and you just love like this country, yeah. if you just love this country, you, we need. It has to be Trump in 2020. It has to be. He's proven that he has the that he's gotten stuff done. He's putting this country back on track. Got to give him another four years. Yep. If we give him another four years, and we're able to take back the House, mm-hmm. we will get this border secured. I 100 yes. guarantee it will happen. Yes. I understand people are frustrated. Yes, it looks like he just put it off. But there were a lot of other things that had to be done. I personally do not like Trump as a person. He has a, sh- he has a shitty record with women. I don't agree with a lot of stuff that he said in the past. But as a president, he has delivered and yes. he has done his job. Mm-hmm. And that is all I want from my president. Right. He has delivered on almost everything he has tried to do. The fact that this got pushed back is the reason why he didn't deliver. He pushed and pushed and pushed. And he's still pushing. This is a temporary setback. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we get something. But it may not be. It might not be at all. It could be maybe as February fifteenth approaches. There's so much pressure on the Democrats to give funding for the border wall because, like we said, eighty five percent of Americans agree we need border security. Mm-hmm. The, but the you know mainstream media is convincing that it's racist to put up a wall, which is ridiculous because most of the representatives. But, like but that's what the big problem is that it. the media is. It's all about emotion manipulation, mm-hmm. and this is the biggest problem we're having in this country. Which is why you need to do your own research. You need to look at statistics. The CDC keeps statistics on almost everything you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Okay, this ha- you have to just trust in the process, and we have to be out there. We can't be apathetic. The war isn't over. We are still fighting. We are still yep. pushing. We are done laying down for Democrats in New York. We are done laying down for liberals across this country. Mm-hmm. Stand up and be counted. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, there's a, there's a couple of ways that you can do that. So for starters, I think the message of today's show is that this has been a rough week if you're a conservative. Whether here in New York, obviously, we, we took some big hits, or even today, uh, depending on how you feel about the shutdown. But Evan explained it very well. This could end up being a blessing in disguise because it just shows we were willing to negotiate. They weren't. All they're doing, they're doing this to stand off and, and to get the most liberal voters, to get illegals to vote for them in 2020. They're trying to end voter restriction laws all around the country for that very reason. They're trying to buy votes. That's all this is, and we have to fight against it. It's all about money. Yep. So we, there's a couple of ways that you can su- that you can help support us because, again, we're trying to make inroads, and we are making inroads with local politicians, with political pundits. All we're going to have Steve Dace from Blaze TV on next week on Glenn Beck's um, on Glenn Beck's big uh, media conglomerate. That's going to be awesome, uh, and, and we have a lot of great guests coming up in the near future. But we need your support. I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again. We are paying to reach you. We're paying to grow this group, and it ain't cheap and uh we're not millionaires we're not rolling in it so if you can help support us just to cover our ad costs just to cover the merchandise that we're giving to you at a very very good price honestly five five ten dollars a month five dollars five dollars a month five dollars a month you get this wristband 
Don't let fear take your freedom, Empire State Conservatives. You see the which cost me about a dollar fifty each to get made. So already this is cutting into our profit. We are giving to this to you at 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 our own expense. It's yeah. like I said before. This is not. We are not doing this to get rich. We are not doing this as a scheme. We are here to stay. We are going to fight. Whether or not we make any money, we are not going anywhere. Yeah. But if you do donate, it will help us reach out to further our reach and will help us get into the into the heads of politicians and get into their you know get get them on the phone get people who are more influential on the phone because basically what it comes down to it does come down to money mm-hmm. at the end of the day and people are if we had 50 people in the facebook group i guarantee you no one would answer our phone calls yeah absolutely and and one of the reasons that people are answering is because you guys are supporting us you're sharing our stuff and we really, really appreciate it. But guys, feel free to donate. Again, $5 a month, you get this. You also get mailbags. So every Friday, we do a mailbag. We used the mailbag earlier in the week. Our schedule's been a little thrown off because we're adding shows and content. But uh, next week, it's going to be a final machine. If you're a donor, uh, we, we appreciate the donors who have signed up this week. You will be emailed before every Friday show. What would you like us to cover? What topics? What questions do you have? And we're going to do it for you because you're helping us. We're going to help you. We're going to approach the topics that are most important and pertinent to you. Help us help you. Help us help you. Right. Secondarily, if you're able to afford $50 for an entire year, just one-time payment, $50 for the year through our website, you will get this hoodie, this Empire State Conservative Network hoodie. You see the nice logo there. On the back, it has his name and his number. Yeah, see? Can you see it? It's right there. Yeah, well, that's fine. Just get back. Uh, (laughs) So you get that. You get the wristband. This customized hoodie is selling for $60 on our website. And we do it ourselves. We literally hand make these things. We got the hoodies, we bought the hoodies, and we use vinyl. We put this on ourselves. So this is all handmade. Machine wash cold inside out. Yes. But um, but this is all made for you between sizes small and 5XL. So please, if you can support us, a $50 one-time fee, you're getting $10 off that. You're getting this for free. You're getting unlimited mailbag access. And you're going to get access to our guests. You're going to be able to ask Steve Dace questions on Tuesday. You're going to be able to ask whoever else we're able to get on. State senators, maybe even um, national senators on that support our mission. And as more candidates... And uh, and topics come up. We're going to make you available to them. We're going to bring them to you. So, guys, thanks so much for watching this week. It's been a great week. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we're going to come back at you on Monday. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. It's Evan with Empire State Conservative Network. If you like this episode, please subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and leave us a five-star review. Also, please follow us on social media on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, on Parlay at Empire State Conservatives. If you'd like to help us improve our shows, you can donate through our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash donate. We also have some merchandise that will be coming to you soon from our website. If you'd like to work with us in any capacity, please feel free to email us at GetRedPilled76 at gmail.com. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.